0: Thank you. Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo hello and welcome to dollars and cents for college students thank you for joining us Walt Disney Company we will refer to it as Disney has been in the news in the news quite a bit recently and for a good reason we will get to that but first in recent years Disney was also in the news and it was not for good re- news after the stock reached record highs. Due to its promising streaming service, it fell into hard times, in part due to the pandemic, but also due to significant streaming competition. Its good business streaming attracted competition and that created problems. Earnings became losses. The dividend was eliminated and the stock price cratered. This led to activist investors Yes, that is plural. Two activists pounced on Disney and sought changes to operations. One remains. But they sought board seats and even a breakup of the company. Expenses were notably bloated. And a CFO was fired. To restore order, Bob Iger, a former Disney CEO, came out of retirement. And his purpose was to restore order. This did not satisfy the activists. They persisted. This week, something big happened. Disney's earnings for the quarter ended December 2023. They were announced, and they exceeded expectations. Net income for the quarter rose to a dollar ninety one. 91. Actually, net income for the quarter rose to one point one billion dollars, which is an increase from the prior year's uh, one point two eight billion. Earnings per share were a dollar twenty two and it exceeded the forecast figure of a dollar and 1 cent. Revenue for the quarter was flat at $23.5 billion as compared to 23.8 for last year's corresponding quarter. This reflects Disney's successful cost cutting. Revenue dropped a bit, but earnings are up due to cost cutting. Disney said it was on track to save at least $7.5 billion in cost savings by the end of 2024. Those numbers reflect past results, which is meaningful. But as our financial research students at Centenary know, it is the future plans that set the direction of every company and ultimately influence stock prices. Disney said it expects to record profits for the fi- for fiscal 2024 of $4.60 a share, and that is well ahead of what Wall Street estimates at $4.29 per share. The company said it continues to see full-year free cash flow of about $8 billion. Remember, free cash flow is a significant indicator of financial health. It represents cash collected from operations minus capital expenditures. This is not borrowed money. It represents money that is available for any use. It's good news to have such significant cash flow. Disney said it expects to reach profitability in its streaming business by the fourth quarter of this fiscal year. It is important since streaming previously was a big part of profits and was a big driver of the stock price. Disney also put its money where its mouth is by increasing its semiannual dividend to $0.45 cents per share from $0.30 cents per share. This represents a yield of about 0.8% at current prices. The company also said it plans to repurchase $3 billion of stock in the remainder of the fiscal year. Stock buybacks indicate management's confidence about the future. And that it expects the stock price to increase. When stock buybacks are financed with free cash flow, as in Disney's case, you have a good buyback. Disney's core Disney Plus subscribers fell by 1.3 million in the quarter to 1.1 million but the company said it expects additional subscribers in the second quarter including 7.5 million in the US market prior to disney's earnings report the company announced that its espn unit fox corp and warner brothers discovery formed a new sports streaming venture and it expects to make it easier for consumers to watch their favorite teams play currently Many sports fans need several platforms to view different teams and different sports. This service has not yet been named, but it will include the NFL, the NBA, NHL, MLB, and college basketball and football in one streaming package. Not every game, but significant numbers of games. Sports fans can look forward to using this service in the fall when it is expected to become available those choosing this package can also add Disney Plus, Hulu, and others. To increase its presence in video games, Disney has invested billion billion in Epic, the parent company, or the company that owns, Fortnite. Fortnite has 100 million monthly users. This automatically makes Disney a major player in the video game space there is more to report on sports. On the company's earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger said that ESPN would also be offered as a standalone streaming service in the fall of 2025. Iger said Disney continues to look for potential content and marketing partners for ESPN, and that he expects to have more to announce about that in the near future. Prior to all this news, Disney announced an agreement ESPN made with Penn Entertainment, a sports betting operation. It is another growth opportunity as legalized sports betting gains momentum. Iger also said the new sports bundle would attract viewers who aren't interested in paying, as he calls it, a full big bundle cable or satellite TV service. Asked about the risks that sports the sports joint venture. Will cause, Iger said, it shouldn't affect revenue from sports, as they will be trading off one another. It is for us, he said, a very low risk. Revenue in Disney's entertainment segment was just under ten billion dollars, down seven percent, and below Wall Street's consensus of ten point four billion. Sports revenue, mostly ESPN, was four point eight billion, up four percent, and ahead of expectations of $4.6 billion. Experiences revenue, including theme parks, was up $9.1 billion, and that was slightly ahead of estimates. Iger said Disney, and I'll quote, is off to a great start on the ad-supported version of Disney+, Plus, and that progress so far has exceeded every metric. He said the company already has more than 1,000 advertisers globally. Iger also said the company has begun a crackdown on password sharing, and that should help boost subscriber revenue for Disney Plus over time. Disney said it plans to release Moana 2, a sequel to its popular Hawaiian animated film, and that should occur later in 2024. The company said that Disney's Plus would start airing a new version of the popular Taylor Swift Era's Tour movie, and that will be on March 15th. And it will include additional songs, not in the original version of the movie. Popularity of Taylor Swift should help. In one more ESPN announcement, Iger said the former University of Alabama football coach Nick Saban would be joining the network as an on-air commentator. What you could see is he's leaving, you might say, no stone unturned. How did the market react to Disney's announcement? Very well. The day after the news broke, Disney's stock closed up about $11.50 per share, which was about 11%. That was certainly welcome news for current shareholders. Iger and Disney clearly have a plan to improve operations, and they are thinking out of the box. Some weak spots remain, such as the network TV area and cable TV, and Disney has had some movie failures. But that's part of the movie business. It comes with the territory. Clearly, Disney is moving aggressively to grow and increase profits. And this leads to a question. What about the activist investor, Nelson Peltz? Is this not what he wanted? Well, he's keeping himself in the picture. He still wants a board seat and will ask shareholders to vote him in. He may have some difficulty with that, as Bob Iger's big plans have so far seemed to have satisfied the market. Peltz has not, according to Iger, specifically proposed an area or aspect of business that should be changed. Peltz has not done a good job of explaining his better way for Disney. Accordingly, I do not see Pelt succeeding in his attempt to gain a board seat, nor do I see him having a great influence on the company. So let's sum up. In recent years, Disney encountered difficult times in the operation of its business, and that caused the stock price to plummet. The Dow and the S&P 500 have been up significantly, and Disney's stock price has declined substantially until recently. Better-than-expected recent results, along with aggressive and innovative plans for the future, seem to have Disney on a good track for growth. In our past discussions, we recognized the tremendous potential of Disney assets. Now, it seems, they will be better leveraged. The key to any good business plan and strategy is a company's ability to effectively implement it. And that is the key. That is what we will watch. Something else to watch is Bob Iger's successor. Remember, Iger previously retired from Disney and handpicked his successor, successor who was not at all effective. Iger expects to retire in two years. That gives him some time to both implement the new business plan and to identify a successor. I expect Iger's succession planning to work better this time around. The bottom line is that Disney has great assets and it is in the process of better leveraging them. The future looks much brighter at Disney than it did as recently as a year ago. It is a stock worth owning. As usual, we will keep an eye on this company and we'll report on it and whether the magic is back. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful and purposeful.